0: Money FM eighty nine point three Best of Weekends.
1: Joining us in the studio is Ray Wee, who is a journalist with the Business Times. Good morning, Ray. How are you? Hi,
2: morning, Glenn and Karen. Hang on, hang on. Yeah, Let me thanks sure for having me. Like... It's nice to be in the studio. <laughs> Good morning.
0: You're yes. really looking nice and Just energetic.
1: for. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Wee, joining us, journalist at the Business Times. Ray, you did a very interesting article um, in back in December called Plan Gen Z, and reporting on digital natives, tooling up on instruments, doing different things, how they've been affected by COVID-19, what they're looking forward to in terms of investing. Things like that. It's a story we don't often hear much about. Tell us, tell us a little bit about it.
2: Yeah, so uh, I did this story back in December. It's part of a brunch. So every Saturday for the BT Weekend paper, there's a brunch. So we kind of choose any topic that we want to write on. It's kind of more of a long-form piece. So my branch on Gen Z uh, basically talks about how the trend of more Gen Z are dabbling their feet into investing, um, be it in robo-advisors, things like that. And then it also dives down into kind of stocks that were more popular among Gen Z, where they are taking their investment cues from some challenges that they face and the importance of investing, obviously. (laughs) So is this something
1: that really across what you're seeing Gen Z uh, you know, executives or young executives, mm-hmm. are they all getting on board with it yeah, or is it, it niche little small mm-hmm. pockets of uh, it?
2: It seems like it. So I think it's not you know shocking or new that there's more Gen Z dabbling their feet into investing. I think the thing that stood out was the numbers. So for example, I think Stash Away last year, they saw a 3.6 times increase. Even in like OCBC, their robo-invest platform or things like iFast, they all saw uh, multiple increases. So I think that was the thing that really stood out, especially you know, amidst the pandemic. I guess it really shows that when you have more time on your hands, then you try to find ways to make your money grow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And are they going direct or are they, you mentioned them maybe going through brokerages or mm-hmm. investment advisors. How are they accessing investing? Um,
2: I think so now there's a lot of different platforms um, available, you know. Yeah. So uh, I guess they, they just choose what they're familiar with or something that they've heard their friends use, things like that. I think Gen Z, they're a bit more technical savvy, right? So maybe they don't really uh, go to kind of personal uh, financial advisor, more of uh, the robo-invest platforms, things Mm. like that, yeah. And I think it's really interesting because
0: you see, like uh, where is this Gen Z getting their educational sources from? Mm -hmm.
2: I think this would be, what are your thoughts on that? I think there's a lot of information online. I mean, um, there's a lot of like personal finance blogs, even things like, Reddit. I mean, I'm sure you've guys heard of the Wall Street Bets oh, Reddit yeah. thread, right? Just a few, yeah. things, just a few things happening <laughs> yeah. this week. Uh, yeah, so, you past know, couple weeks, actually. Yeah, things like that or even from their friends. I think some of the financial advisors I spoke to say they get investment cues from their parents as well. Mm. So I think it helps if, you know, your, your parents kind of are familiar with investing and then they can provide you some advice on how to get started yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well it also
0: shows how um, much power it is in terms of retail investors yeah. you know changing the system <laughs> so yeah. i'm i'm also just curious you know if you're just just looking at this what kind of thoughts you have for the business because, you know, a lot of business have been really focusing on the institutional investors. And any thoughts? Because you've interviewed quite a number of, um, yeah. you know, the different platforms. How are they looking at the Zen Zek market and mm-hmm. capitalizing on that?
2: I guess what they're trying to do is to try to find out their interests, so maybe what kind of stocks they're more interested in, is it um, tech stocks or any particular stocks and then they try to build these different portfolios to cater to uh, the Gen Z, so I think there's one of the robo-advisors that has a portfolio uh, more towards tech stocks, like the Hansing Tech Index, things like that, and then um, you know, tr- obviously making their platform more user-friendly, easier to navigate around so that uh, more Gen Z will be attracted to be using their platform Yeah, and
1: we had Lu- uh, Lucy Sien Lum, one of our Facebook Live viewers is saying lots of people use Robinhood but after the recent events on Wall Street people may probably move away from it and I think that's qu- quite interesting. it would be interesting to see what Gen Z does if they still hang on to working with some of those sites or if they move past them.
2: Yeah, I think uh, what's important is you know, it's good to be discerning when you, you know, look at things like that. I mean, there's so much information online. Obviously, you have to know how to filter out, you know, things that are maybe more speculative versus things that are a bit more credible. And I think that was one of the challenges that, some of the financial advisors raised as well. That, uh, you know, with so much information online, how are you going to um, decide or determine uh, what to follow and things like that. So I think it's always good to have a bit of healthy scepticism yeah. when you read these kinds of things online. Yeah, yeah. And, and to make it a priority, like you say,
0: you know, for all the generations to start viewing that as something which is a lifestyle, it's important to focus on investing mm-hmm. and just to try out the different platforms. Sticking. Yeah.
2: How has that impacted your your <laughs> personal view of investing? So, I think before I started working on this story, I definitely did not know as much. So in a sense, working on this story helped me personally as well to be exposed to the different platforms and then, you know, know how to get about investing and things like that. I think prior to starting work, I wasn't so well-versed in terms of investing. I think working at Business Times helped, you know, with my colleagues and everything. They can always give me advice. Mm. Um, and then working on this... Is it good st- advice? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're still yeah. working, so obviously you
1: haven't made that much money that you can afford to retire yet. <laughs> yeah, but,
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they do give me uh, good advice on how to get started. And then, I mean, unfortunately, I'm not there yet. So if my friends are looking for advice from me, I'm afraid I can't give you (laughs) that much valuable advice, I guess. Yeah, but, you know, it was helpful um, working on this story. And then I think it's important. Personally, I think uh, investing is important Hmm. because... Your, your money will lose value over time with inflation and things like that, True. right? And then the only way to kind of, I think one of the guys um, that I spoke to in the story as well was quoted saying, you want to make your money work harder than you. <laughs> and then, yeah. you know, the, the way to do so would be maybe through investing. Of course, it comes with a little bit of risk as well. So it all depends on the individual, you know, how much risk you're willing to take in order to yeah, make This whole
1: idea of the time value of money yeah, is one that's correct. so very important. Mm-hmm. Talking with Ray Wee, who is a journalist of the Business Times here, wrote a very interesting story in mid-December or so about Gen Z and what they're up to and how they're thinking about investing. And, Ray, yesterday we had Go Wei Chun and He Rung Ming, the co-founders of The Woke Salary Man. Okay, yeah. uh, I don't know if you know them or not. Yeah. But they are very much in this space of trying to communicate mm-hmm. in a in a new and different way to particularly younger uh, salary people, uh, workers and things. And one of the things they that we talked about with them was this idea that traditionally people in their 20s and 30s have really lived for the day right so they mm-hmm. get they get money in and they spend it you know take a <laughs> trip buy something do the, you know do whatever dinners and luxury and those sorts of things oh, especially in singapore we've definitely seen that with lots of folks living at home so they don't necessarily have you know to pay for an apartment or is this trend still prevalent or mm-hmm. prominent based on what you what your reporting is telling you
2: um i don't think so so i think um i mean i'm sure that there are groups of people who really uh, don't really save as much and then you know spend whatever they earn but i think what the pandemic has kind of maybe uh, taught the Gen Z is that the importance of saving up your money and then, you know, maybe putting some of these savings into investing. I think what helped was with the circuit breaker, you can't really go out and hang out with your friends, things like that, right? So, and you can't travel as well. So, you know, what are you going to do with all this money that you're not spending? And I think that was the reason why we've seen such huge increases across all the platforms in terms of Gen Z, whether is it opening accounts or whether Mm. is it the amount of money they're pouring into the investments yeah.
0: Yeah. In fact, another angle that you know you had highlighted in your article is how in Gen Z investors are playing the long game. Yeah. Not just in terms of, you know, short term investments, but mm-hmm. sustainable investments. Yeah. Where you interviewed someone who said that um, ESG stocks, you know, focusing on the environment, focusing mm-hmm. on the social and the government sectors. Um, these actually make good investments, not just for the social impact, but they are also tapping to a global trend mm-hmm. wanting to make the planet a better place so yeah.
2: what what are your thoughts about that um i think so when it comes to investments i guess you know uh, when people invest they try to invest in things they're familiar with so i mean esg is kind of an up-and-coming trend and then um tech stocks as well people are familiar with you know apple or tencent alibaba things like that so they tend to kind of uh, invest in things that uh, they, they know or they can see around as compared to you know having to do your own homework on reading up about a company maybe when you 're just starting you don 't really have that much time yet but you just want to get started on investing and you just go for whatever you 're familiar with yeah. yeah
1: very interesting ray we uh writer at and reporter at the Business Times. Thank you so much. The article is called Plan Gen Z, a new generation of young active investors is diving into markets. Uh, it is online uh, at the Business Times and Ray Wee's name and you will find the article there. Thank you so much for being with us today. Really no interesting. No
2: Thanks for having me. Thank, Thank you, Ray. Yeah, Thank was you. great. Have that a good day. day. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg